Hello, beautiful. How are you? Hi. Okay, I know you can't tell me like how you're doing, but I hope you're doing fantastic and that you're having a wonderful day. And today is like, it's exciting because I can't wait to share with you what I have to share with you. Uh, welcome to my uh, podcast show. This is Olivia Nelson. And today we're going to talk about what happened last night. <laughs> so last night I was, uh, we finished dinner and like my husband for the first time ever goes, Hey, do you want to go for a jog? Like, or maybe like a walk? I'm like, what? I'm usually the one that's always like, Hey, like, do you want to go for a walk or a jog? Anyway, my husband's like, he never wants to. He's like, okay. So he'll go sometimes, but it's like not easy to get him to come with me. <laughs> and like, if it comes to like exercise, he's kind of like, meh. He's like, he's in great shape. But he doesn't exercise to get into great shape. He just is, like, effortlessly. So, anyway. So, last night he was like, do you want to go outside? And it was a beautiful night. And I was like, yeah. So, we went outside. But I was actually, um, I had been kind of holding some things in. Um, like, really, like, not talking about them. And so, it was, like, this opportunity for me, I felt like, to, like, go outside and, uh, when I started jogging, I actually started to sprint and my husband usually sprints and he can usually like out sprint me like every day, but not last night. Oh my gosh. I got like some fire in me and I just sprinted so fast because I thought of the stuff that was bothering me and like really make, yeah, making me mad <laughs> or like the things that were boiling in me. I was just like, ah, and I just ran as fast as I could. And I, it only lasted for a little bit cause I'm by nature, I think I'm a sprinter. So anyway, the running helped me. Okay. It kind of like, it made me go faster. I swear. Um, the anger though behind my, um, there was a lot of speed that came from that anger. It was, it was an interesting exercise. Okay. Um, and then it turned into a walk of course, right away, like very soon after. And, uh, I think what I really ultimately want and what everybody wants, I think we really truly as human beings, like we want happiness, we want gratitude, we want faith, we want those things that are good and we desire them just because like, that's just who we are. And I, I know that like, um, we're all like, this is, you know, me, my beliefs coming out here, but I think that each of us is a child of God. Like that's who we truly are. And because of that, we all want good things because I know that there's nothing more, um, that our heavenly father wants for it than for us to be able to like, um, like he wants good. So, and we're his children. So that means we, we want goodness. That's just my beliefs coming out. Ah! <laughs> and that is fantastic because, um, I just, I believe that I believe that with all my heart. And, um, I know that, uh, last night when I was jogging, I was in a bad way, so to speak. I wasn't doing well. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't happy. Um, I wasn't feeling grateful and I, and I didn't have much faith even though I was running super fast <laughs> as a side note. Um, I think for what, uh, but for, blah, 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 blah. okay. Hello. <laughs> I think for whatever reason though, I have believed, um, I've been believing a lie and, uh, and that lie is that, that ang anger, um, and being angry 
is like, and I wrote down equals, equals, like actually two lines, like equals, anger equals um, expression. And that's, that's a lie. It is. The anger, being angry doesn't mean that one expresses oneself. Like when I'm angry and I'm like flipping out, even though I'm like, I am expressing like emotion, that doesn't mean that that's the only way to express emotion. And that doesn't mean I have to be angry in order to express myself, okay? And okay, for whatever reason though, I've been believing that. And I have this quote I want to share with you and it's by, it's Bob Proctor. And he says, um, just because more people believe a lie doesn't make it the truth. And I'm maybe botching the the quote there, but it's it's that idea. Just because more people are believing one one thing that's a lie, like I said, doesn't make it the truth, okay? So now that I repeated that, I think as it sinks in, you might uh you might think that <laughs> that that sounds I know I don't even know what what you think it sounds like but I know that I I've heard of crazy things people believing that are totally not the truth um and <laughs> just because more people believe um believe yeah a lie doesn't make the truth so I'll stop repeating that even though it just it, as I'm th- talking about it and getting my head around it it's just like it's truth for me and it's good. And anyway, so as I'm expressing last night, as I was like angry and like making sure my husband knew that I was angry by like saying the things and venting, I was just like, and this is wrong and this is wrong. And, um, he stood there and he, he stopped walking. My husband did. And my heart was still pounding really fast because I had just sprinted as fast as I could. I don't know how fast I sprinted, but it was fast. It was freaky fast. Like anyway, but my heart was still pounding really fast after, after, you know, stopping or after walking even for a few feet, I was still, my heart was still beating really fast, but my husband stood there, stopped and said a quote from Tony Robbins. And his quote was this, he's like, stop suffering. And that's something that we've kind of taken on lately since we've listened to him. Um, and one of the things that stuck with us and that we've been, yeah, we've been using a lot in our conversation to try to help one another when we're suffering is just to say that, stop suffering. And he said that to me. He's like, stop suffering, babe. And that kind of bothered me. It really did. I was like, oh, I'm already angry and you're telling me to stop suffering and I don't know how to stop suffering right now. So like, ah, um, and I did, I wanted to run again. I want I wanted to run. I wanted to hide and hide from my mistake because I know even when I'm angry, like that it's a mistake to be angry. Okay. Like I know it. Um, but I've habitually been like fearful. Like I, I like habitually, when I say habitually, I'm, I'm saying like, I've made it a habit to create fears. And I think it was part of my, the way that um, I used to get comfort from my parents as a child was I would be afraid. And once I was afraid, they could tell I was afraid and they would comfort me. And a lot of times I think I've been searching for that in my relationship um, because, 
because I want to be cared for. I want to, I want to feel like I'm cared for and I want to feel like, um, I can count on in my relationship specifically. I want to be able to count on my husband that he'll take care of me. And if I don't think he's doing so, then it's like, oh my gosh, uh, I'm like, I've been doing everything right. And I think that I'm not alone in feeling this way, feeling like I've been doing, you know, I've done everything right, or I'm doing the right things, or um, I've lived my life in a way that's like, right. And so now it's time because I have done right, I must, I, I, I get this, uh, the effect of that in my subconscious brain would say, that I, everything, you know, would work out well. There's a scripture that comes to mind right now. It's like, um, oh, I don't even know where it is, but I just, it's coming to mind. It says, it says, search diligently, pray always, be believing, and all things shall work together for your good. So like that scripture is coming to my mind because I'm thinking about like, hey, um, I've done all the right things. I've searched, I've prayed, and um, I've believed and so now everything should just work out like it just should because I've done the things. And so it's interesting that I get like angry about that in a in a moment like last night when my husband's like, stop suffering. I'm like, I've done everything right. And like now you need to just just like anyway, there's a combination here because I've I've talked about my tendency to to be afraid and the habit of fear that I've created in my life there's a habit that has come up and it's a, it's, it's fear. It's like my default method is to be afraid. It's just, especially when I want comfort. So, and comfort is, is happiness. Comfort is, it creates gratitude. I think when I, when I am looking for comfort, I'm looking for happiness. I'm looking for gratitude. I'm looking for faith. Um, those are the things I'm looking for when, when I'm, um, wanting comfort. So going back to, um, last night and on our, on our walk, but it ended up being like our stand, we were standing outside. Right. Um, and he's like, stop suffering and me wanting to hide. I, I got back to, um, thinking that I may even like just kind of dabbling with the idea that maybe I do want I want faith even though I'm like still angry right now maybe like what if I was faithful like what if my automatic response instead of being fear what if it was faith instead and then my plan was to um just like I'm like okay (sighs) well if that were the case That'd be amazing. (laughs) And the thought of that is, it gives me hope. And that hope also, um, it starts to help me think of images. Like, what what do I, what is, like what do I look like when I'm feeling hope? And immediately when I think of myself feeling hope, I think of my myself in a place that I love. And immediately that's the beach, okay? I love the beach and I feel so hopeful about life when I'm at the beach. For some reason, the sound, the feelings, the sun, all of the, the scenario, like the beach, 
I'm going to have to come back to this story. Um, my love of the beach. I'm going to have to come back to this later, but that's a place where I feel hope. And so that's, that brings a smile to my face thinking about the beach. Okay. Um, and, uh, when I'm grateful, when I'm grateful immediately, grateful immediately for the image of, of that, that hope that I feel at the beach. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a great feeling. I think there's magic there though. When, um, when I was a kid, um, I went to the beach for the first time and I'm going off on a tangent here. I was not expecting to talk about this, but in the fourth grade, I went to the beach for the first time and I thought that it was the most beautiful place on earth. Uh, (laughs) and I think, I I mean, I, I don't necessarily know, I don't know why, but we had originally gone to Florida as a family. I went with my siblings and my parents and originally we were going there to go to Disneyland, I mean Disney World. And I found out that I liked the beach far more than I liked Disney World. But I had like been so excited for however long we planned that trip. I was so excited for Disney World. So, so, so excited. Constantly thinking about and wanting to be there. And it took... It took um, going there to figure out that I ended up liking the beach. I think a lot of times we do. We start, we start somewhere and um, like, <laughs> I'm going to just, I'm tying, I'm going totally off the rails here. I have more things I want to share with you that, um, that I'm just going to throw, I'm going to throw aside for now and it's okay. But for, for the the end of this right here, before I end, because I know I'm going to come to a close right here, and I want to say something. I came into MLM. I came, I I became a network marketing mama two years ago, thinking that I was, I was going to make money. And that's, that was going to be the most important, you know, thing about it that I could make money from home and be able to have like be the reason why my husband was home and that he could, you know, we could have a family, we could raise our kids together um and him be at home, me be at home. Us have this home um life. And I thought that's what was going to be the most wonderful thing. That's what I wanted from, from network marketing and becoming a network marketing, like lady, whatever your MLM or whatever you want to call it. I wanted, I wanted my husband not to have a job and I wanted me not to have a job. I wanted us to create something that was ours and something that we could, um, this maybe whatever it sounds, I wanted to be able to control it. Like (laughs) I wanted to control my money scenario because it felt so out of control. It it felt like it was out of my hands and that's what I wanted from MLM. And what's interesting is that, um, just like when I was a kid, I was like, Oh, I'm so excited for Disney world. It's going to be so fun. And I ended up 
going to Disney World and I like the beach like crazy. I was like, oh my gosh, the beach is freaking amazing. I've come into MLM thinking like the money is going to be amazing where, um, or like, yeah, I was like, the money's going to be amazing. And that has not happened yet. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, the money has not been amazing yet. Something that has been amazing is what I have discovered by diving into MLM. Yes, I've made money and it's not the kind of, not, not near as much as I want to make. And that's okay because I'm here and I'm not quitting because I have found, I have found another way. And as I find this way, and as I have found this way, it's still, it's fresh. I am literally putting things together. Um, I feel like building, building processes along my way, but I'm, I'm ready to bring in, I'm ready to bring in knowledge, knowledge, um, because I know that's where, that's where the success is. When I receive the knowledge that is important, the kind of knowledge that will bring in money, I will be able to bring in that money. And I'm, I'm learning it every day. I feel like I'm in college again, um, because recently I've been diving into books, um, courses, class. Like I am. I'm a product of, I'll tell you right now, Stephen Larson. <laughs> I'm his student right now. And so my husband and I, we have been diving into Steve Larson's, um, his program. And someone who Steve Larson has really looked up to and has modeled very well is Russell Brunson. So I feel like it's like Russell Brunson's like the grandfather and then there's Steve Larson. He's the dad. <laughs> and then like my husband and I were like the children, the business children of, uh, of Steve Larson. So we're using his techniques, his tactic, his tactics. We have, um, we, we dove, we dove in all the way into his material and, um, we're sharing it with, he's sharing it with his downline, um, yeah. And I am sharing it with, with you. So I am excited because you can share, I want you to share this information with your downline. I want you to be able to help your downline. I want you to be able to grow your business so that you can be the reason why you do and have, and have become, you know, all of the things that you want to become. And <sighs> Yes, I'm a stay-at-home mom. Yes, I haven't made it yet in MLM. And yes, it has been two years of this. Yes, I'm feeling like I suck still, but that's okay. It's okay to feel like I suck <laughs> um, because I have, um, I used to have a dream and now I have a, I have a new dream <laughs> and it looks a lot different than it did when I first came in. And it's, it's, what's interesting is it's similar, but it's, it feels, uh, it feels more solid. It's not hazy. It's getting more clear. And I hope that you're clear with yours. I actually, I imagine that you're 
even more clear than I am about your dream. Um, and that's exciting to me. So anyway, I'll talk to you soon and, uh, yeah, I can't wait. (laughs) Bye.